It's Jen the Builder. And the Corey. Welcome, you guys, to... I always refer to things like this because it's just how, you know, with work. It's quarter two. It's the fourth month. Everything with me is so time-related. Not me so much. Right. So my challenge for me as co-producer of this podcast is to not make everything so about the time or the season we're in and just let it be. Let it be. Just let it be. Mm. Great Beatles song. I like that. Yeah. So we were talking, you and I, Corey. First of all, thank you, March, for March was eventful. For rendering such lovely and beautiful material and offering so many different options for podcasts and being so busy. Yeah. You had mentioned that there were some firsts. For you, the band that were happening. So I definitely want to touch on that. Um, and that's one of the things that I love to do, though, as we go to another month or or project. What was something we experienced for the first time or something that we learned? I, I'm sure you have a bunch. Um, so I'm just going to share it first. One of the most amazing things that happened in March for me, number one was going back into the office and you guys have heard me trying to cope with that and just it exhausting me. And hopefully I've built up some resiliency muscles and have figured out my routine. So April looks stronger for me. Right. But I had a wonderful, amazing time with my first team building event in person since the pandemic. So it was two years and I got to meet with a wonderful department um, and their department is compliance. So if anyone from that team is listening, that for me was a highlight for the month of March. Nice. I'm glad to hear that. Because usually, you know, when you're team building, it's because of something might not have been so good or not might not have been so on point. Usually. Right. That's what people think. Right. But we're elevating that. Absolutely. To say every team needs to build. It's not a moment of, oh, we're in trouble or engagement's low or we need higher performing. You know, no, not at all. It's just something that should be part of what you do. So leaders out there, team building is something that should be a part of your routine. Every so often. Every day. Well, yeah, every day. But every so often you really want to give them that bump to yeah. make them feel the the growth and the development yes. of being a, a positive functioning team. Yeah, absolutely. So you're first. Oh. <laughs> well, for me with you guys, the shameless band is who I mean by uh, you guys is we played in LA County. That was the first time at a brewery in LA County, right? Or my. No. Yeah. 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 That, absolutely. That was a, a big first. And we had an amazing turnout. A lot of people came out to support that knew us and, knew of us and then the, the actual place that we played at again phenomenal and it just took uh the brewery life to a whole nother level i i seen things that i had never seen before the entire families were there and they had a play area in the back for the children and the games and the the uh, crowd participation mm-hmm. it just it just took it to to the next level for me and i just really thought wow if this is where we're going in in this whole a brewery tour 
then we're going to see some amazing things. Yeah. So I have a special announcement because I think, Corey, you and I really need to be intentional about this podcast and our message is the elevation, taking it up, leveling up, right? Rising above all those beautiful things. So here we are um, two years uh, since Shameless Ban, a lot of focus on performing at breweries. And so I have a special announcement to the listeners, and we're going to put this on our social media, but uh, the Genco Sound Company is elevating in projects. So, Corey, you are working on a pilot. We don't want to give up too much. Yeah, no. But there is a recording at the Ritual Brewery in Redlands, May 14th. Yeah. So May 14th, we're giving you guys a month and a half notice. Like how amazing is that? We would love for you to be in the live audience, be a part of, and people are thinking, oh, is this a music video? It is not. This is actually a pilot for um, some marketing for a major, what is that called? Uh, Pretty much what it is, is we're going to be filming a pilot for a TV show. Yes. So much easier. Yeah. Uh, I know we don't want to give too much away and we don't want to say too much about it, but we're going, we're definitely going to be filming. We're definitely shooting for a pilot for a television broadcast. And we want to invite as many of you out as possible to have a good time. Enjoy that. But we're doing it so far in advance because there's some uh, paperwork we need to kind of get out of the way before we can actually put faces on, on film. Yeah. We definitely want to pack the house with high energy and just like a massive amount of people. When I say massive, you know, to its capacity, but we would love for you to be there. I'd like to throw in, you know how we do or how Jen, the builder does, I should say every quarter there is like a giveaway. So I would love for the first five people who sign up, will get dinner on me. Oh, um, nice. That night. So I'd love to do that for you just for being the first five to sign up. So you can, um, if we're friends, you can text me. If you're on my social media, reach out to me there in a in a message. Or you can just email me, jenthebuilder at gmail, and we'll get that set up. I'll have more information as time progresses. So that's the big announcement. Yeah. And we've been working on this for uh, uh, quite some time now. So it's it's finally time to reveal what we're up to and what we've been kind of hiding in the background. This is it. It's pretty big for us, and we're excited and glad that you're going to be a part of it. Right. Um, we'd love to hear what you know. big things happened for you in March, so please send that to me as well. And I want to give a special shout-out to people who have reached out to me specifically about like our happy series is what they're calling it, where we talked about how to be happy in um, relationships with your spouse and just happier life in general. Right. So we wanted to stay um, true to that because here we are with Elevating. Corey, there's these... There's this common phrase that people say, you know, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And I've actually worked with teams, and that's their focus. What was good? What was bad? What was ugly? I'm like, whoa. Like, <laughs> whoa, that's crazy. That's crazy way to look at things. It's crazy talk. Yeah, that is. <laughs> so let's elevate that. And this wasn't anything um, I created. It's actually founded in 2015 by McQuaid and I love it. It's something I do every day and it's the true, the good and the possible. Mm, I like possibilities. Right? So it's again, changing your perspective on how we see things and what we seek out. 
That's really important. If we're looking for the bad and the ugly, guess what? We're going to find, find it. it. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the true, the good, and the possible. Corey, when we hear words like that, true, the good, and the possible, I think we take for granted what those words actually mean. And as anyone knows, we're big into expanding and elevating what those words mean. So when you hear true, like what are you seeking out when you when you think of, I'm looking for what's true? Well, typically when I hear the word true, I think of truth. Uh-huh. And so I think everyone's truth could vary until the details come out. And so in looking for what's true, I'm always looking in those places where the details are. Oh, I like that, where the details are. I think for me, true speaks of two things, is am I being true to myself and how I'm showing up for the day? And then I'm looking for what's real or genuine in nature. So people call that authenticity, being vulnerable or whatever it is. But that's what I'm looking for. And then lastly, so I guess it's three, speaking of truth, is when you're taking in information, it's being very careful that you're building your story based on truth and facts and not hearsay and feelings and connecting things that don't need to be connected. And sometimes even hype, because sometimes right. we add a little bit of extra sauce right. to it. Because we like the flair. Yeah, we want, we want to <laughs> add a little bit of flavor to that right. story. <laughs> so it's the truth. The true, not the flavor, not, <laughs> not the dramatics, but right. yes, what's true. And then the next part is the good. Mm. And that's such a powerful word, I think, that we overuse. Yeah. Maybe for the you know lack of other words or it's just easier. So we in America, and I've, I've heard this time and time again, and I've experienced for myself, um, being a coach, I get to... Uh, network with coaches around the world and they have such a beautiful vocabulary for expressions of emotion. Right. Right. And I think that's something that I definitely am wanting to do and I'm learning to do, but yeah, we throw words out there like, Oh, good. Excellent. Awesome. You know what I mean? So let's talk about what actually good means mm. to me. Yeah. Oh, so when, when I think about the word good, you know, I, I go back to my faves, like a really good meal that I just have to have again and again yeah. and again. And then I also go into a movie that I typically watch on repeat, you know, yeah. over and over and over. Those are good things to me. I think about time that, that we spend together and we have those moments that we can go back and look at pictures or, or hash a memory and think, man, that was a really good situation, a good moment in life. And mm -hmm. you just kind of want to timestamp it in your brain so you don't forget it. And you, you know, you're not, but you just want to make sure like it's there. It's burned etched into your brain, right. you know? I love that. So it's like pleasing or what's appealing to my senses, right? If this is good, that means, like how you said, this food's good, yeah. music's good. That means it's appealing to me. Um, another thing that I like to look at, too, when I'm looking for something good, something that has value or it's reliable. You I know? like that. Yeah. So, cool. And then the last word is the possible Man, that's a that's a cool word. I actually put a post on Instagram, I think, a few days ago. And if so, if you guys want to check it out, I'm at Jen the Builder underscore Elevate. And so what it is, it's a cartoon of two buildings and they're cut at the corner. And I don't want to mess it up. And I, I will. 
like it says nothing is possible or whatever it says. But when you put the two together, it then forms like this positive statement instead of it being negative. Right. You know what I mean? So um, when you talk about what's possible, what it, what are you, what are we looking for there? So I I I don't think in limitations mm. usually. It's limitless. Yeah. yeah, and so when I think about what's possible, I don't think anything is impossible. Mm. And I, I've had you know some some let's say it like this: I've had situations in my life where I attempted to put limits on myself, and coming to the conclusion that I have no limits in this. Now, let's not venture into um can i breathe on the underwater with no equipment right. <laughs> you know of course that's not possible yet we haven't discovered that <laughs> technology but i'm talking about within the realm of what we're trying to achieve is is uh individuals i i just don't see limits in in a possible top you know there, there's no possible ceiling to me it's it's right. all doable yeah. So with that being said to you, another good practice with your team. And I am going here because I just got back into the office. And so I'm on a high yeah. over team building is just talking about the dreams. So when you ask your team, like, what are we dreaming? Where do you want to go? What's the goals and stuff? You usually don't cap that. You really want to allow for this is what I see happening, you know, um, some people say that possible might actually be defined by what's allowed or permitted. Again, we're not talking like be rebellious and, you know, um, lawless right. at all. That's not what we're saying. <clears throat> but sometimes we limit ourselves or we, you know, think outside the box. Let me ask you something, Jen. Do you think you can teach someone how to stop dreaming with limits? How to stop? Yeah. Oh, that's easy. That's not even in a... Yeah. Yeah. You can you can bring someone down if you're consistently like, nah, that's not gonna happen. Oh, you know, nah, good idea, but I'm passing or I don't want to hear about that. That sounds crazy. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. You can you can stop someone yeah. from okay. So you can stop it or you can encourage it. Nice. Right? Yeah. And so and it what's cool is that when you do things like that and you have an action plan, then you go into what's true. What are the facts here? What's objective data, if you will? And what's good about this? And let's talk about what's possible, mm. you know? Um, so anyways, let's, now that we've defined it, let's talk about how that shows up for us. The true, the good, and the possible. So I know when I'm working with people or I'm doing a coaching session, that is all about my appreciative inquiry. So if I'm meeting people, um, I focus on what's true, what's good, and what's possible. Because that allows for no judgment, which is very important when you're creating a safe space and a space that brings up creativity. Right. So what, you're a musician, Corey. This is very good for artsy people, too. Um, that Because to be creative, I think that's truly where you need to go, right? What's true, what's good, what's possible, and then just create. So how does that look like, let's say, for a songwriter? What's Am I ask, answering what's true, what's uh, good? Yeah, how what, does that play a part in, in that whole process? So 
usually in songwriting for me, I'm I'm looking for an experience and I'm basing an experience on what actually happened. I I typically don't just write in fantasy when I'm writing music now. If it's a, and for those of you that know, I have wrote written children's books mm. and it was based on fantasy, but it had elements of truth in it. Yeah, it or the moral. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I look for the facts in the, in the story to write the song about, and then I look for the the good ending, the good message, or the bad message. But the bad message has a good turnout, simply because we want to put out a a message that teaches someone something, opposed to just leave them empty and and not knowing what's going to happen. And then you're looking for that uh, the possibilities of where this can go. How far can it go? How far can this song take you? Does it make you feel good? Well, that's mm-hmm. what it was meant to do. Did it mm-hmm. make you feel sad? Well, that's what it was meant to do. And that's the part of the whole uh, cake process. You know, you, you got to have all those ingredients to b- bake this cake. So same thing with the song. Uh, you want to have all the ingredients to, to be able to put it together properly. Yeah. That's such a good point because when you do create things, the the influence that you have on people, right, that almost gives it a whole nother elevated level of responsibility when you're creating things. You get to exude emotion. Um, and I think that's true. I just was listening to song over the week on my way to work, and it's called Breathe. If anyone wants to know, it's Breathe by Maverick. Um and I cried each and every time. Wow. Because it was such a powerful message. And I powerful. Think- <laughs> I like that. Let's talk about that because okay. I was thinking about that when, when you first started talking. It's almost a form of power to be able to write something that gives emotions that you were intending to give. Mm-hmm. And so let's think about that in terms of uh conversation. We can purposely structure our conversations with people to build them up, tear them down, make them feel good, make them laugh. And we have this power, but we don't utilize it every day. And we should be. (sighs) That is, I love that this was something that just came up organically because it does give you a sense of community, right? We've been talking about that a lot too on the side and when you have conversation and you think it's just going to be a casual conversation and let's talk about power. This is something too, that we teach to there's power, even in just two minutes of conversation. Absolutely. And what good, what truth are you, you know, what possibilities are you planting seeds in people? Or are you actually talking to someone and watering that? Are you shining light and giving them nurturing thoughts and encouraging words or are you shooting them down? Right. Absolutely. And and I'll, I'll tell you this, in those words, you have the possibility to alter, change, or stop or start Seriously. someone's destiny or fate. It's and, crazy. And you think, well, no, no one has that power. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you have that power. There is very much power in the tongue. Oh, yeah, totally. So speaking of relationships, too, you know, we just did last week the, the sessions on relationships and so i use it this way too if i'm feeling some sort of way or i'm feeling hurt or confused i go back to what's the truth here what is actually the good that's come of this situation 
and search for those. And then what's possible? How can we move forward? Or what am I learning from this? Or maybe it's something I'm learning about myself. Right. Right. So again, and yeah, I'm going to repeat it because it's such good practice to have in your life. If you want to be empowered, if you want to see your relationships thrive, if you want to excel at work, um, and I'm not necessarily talking about promotion, but you want to lead, you just want to thrive in life. We're talking about the true, the good, and the possible and, and seeing those things. Yeah. Amazing stuff. So I am just being really reflective right now, too, even over the weekend. Like, what conversations, what interactions have I had with people that actually promote life? Or have I, you know, torn someone down, whether it be intentionally or unintentionally? I do believe that most people don't want to intentionally hurt someone. And it's unfortunate when we do. Yeah. Right. So those are things too to reflect on. Like, man, I had this conversation and I, and I said that and I saw the hurt in their face or I saw the shock, look of shock because oh my God, you said that. Yeah. Shame. Exactly. So just think about those moments, ponder on it and, you know, reflect journal and let's just, be better, be, be better for not just for ourselves, but to one another and for one another. And I don't want to talk about what's happened in the last week or so. We know that there are things that have happened on TV and stuff. And honestly, when I watched, um, that, that clip, it just broke my heart. Yeah. That's the look I don't ever want to see on someone's face because I've caused hurt or inflicted pain on them. Right. You know? Yeah. Not even worth talking about. Yeah, not even. We're not going to go there. We're moving on and we're looking for what's true, what's good, and what's possible. Well, you know us, they take the elevator. We say, look up and let's elevate. Elevate. Every.